You are listening to the Business RPG Podcast, a show where you can learn from successful nerds and find the tools that you need to grow your nerdy business or project. Guys, thank you for listening into the show today. It is an episode that is just me, and I wanted to talk about something, um, a, a theme that kind of keeps coming up in the show with some of the guests that I have had, and it's also going to be a question that I bring up to future guests that are in the D&D niche. Um, one, one of the favorite kinds of guests I like to have on the show, not that I've had one on in the past couple weeks, I need to change that, but one of the minds I like to pick are the minds behind tabletop RPG podcasts and D&D podcasts. And one question that I keep bringing up to people, and one question that I had when we started ours was, is the D&D slash RPG podcast market flooded. So I, I want to start out by asking, where did you learn to start a D&D podcast? Did, did you learn from a YouTube channel or from a blog? Let me know at Business RPG on Instagram. The reason I ask is because when we started, I couldn't find one. At least I found, I, I there, there just wasn't very much out there. We started about a year ago this time and there wasn't really a template. I found one YouTube video that had about a 30-second bit on it about starting a D&D podcast, and I found, I think I found a blog post somewhere, and it, it, it wasn't very much. It was mainly just about um, how they messed around and just, just kind of the personalities behind the show. It wasn't a whole lot of substance about getting started or how to get started or where the market was or what was going on in the D&D podcasting market. And so I wanted to go ahead and try and fill that void. One of the things I'd really like to do is provide value for you guys. I feel like I have some insight in this field, especially when you add that on top of the insight I've gotten from the guests I've had on the show, because that's that's what I do. If, if you're new to the show, my name is Sir Isaac. I interview successful nerds, and I showcase the tools that they use to be successful on this show. And that's that's a field that's very near and dear to my heart. Shameless plug, I'm on a couple of RPG podcasts. You may have heard me mention them before. One is called Blank Scenario. One of them is called Dreadful Tales. And I'll be talking about more of those in the episode. But I'm curious, if there is a template out there that you use or if there is a content creator or a source of content that you use to... Uh, or that you used when you started your D&D slash RPG podcast, let me know. At business RPG on Instagram, send me a DM. Let's keep the conversation going. I want that information. I want to know where you got that information. I want to know what that source is. Then I want to invite them on the show. Is what I want to do. I want to pick those brains. So, and and I reserve the right to be wrong. I, I reserve the right that you know this this was about a year ago, right before the shutdown happened, and I very well could have missed something. But we started recording. In February, we've had a year, and I've also picked some other brains. And what, one of the biggest struggles I had when we started was there wasn't like a big name when it came to starting a D&D podcast. What I mean by that is think think about podcasting. There are big names. You know, you have Pat Flynn. You have uh, the Audacity to Podcast, Podcasters Roundtable. There are resources to go to to start a podcast. If you want to start D&D, there's Matthew Colville, there's Matt Mercer and the Crit Roll team. There's 
plenty of resources, I'd say even more resources out there on getting started in D&D. But when it comes to marrying the two together, there's not a whole lot of advice out there, at least that I saw. So this episode is my two cents on the topic, and we'll just jump right into it. To answer that question, though, is the D&D podcast market flooded? I'm going to say the answer to that is one that you will have to decide for yourself. I, I have my opinions on it, and I have my solutions for it, but you will need to do your own research to figure that part out, and part of why it's hard is because there's not a whole lot of research out there. When it comes to podcast analytics, it's not like YouTube or Instagram or Facebook where you just pull up uh, a general page that talks about, oh, you you are successful with this age demographic, and you know... Uh, House moms really, really love your content, so you need to pump advertising into that field, and then this post didn't do as well. All you really have is downloads. You don't have how many eyes got on the show. Well, it depends on which which platform you're using. I use Buzzsprout, and they have some pretty good analytics. I know you can access your own demographics through Spotify when it comes to just their player, and they, they do break down into the demographics a bit, which is which is really great of them. I, I think, I've said it before, I think Spotify might be where the future of podcasting is going if Apple doesn't uh, get get with it. But is the market flooded? There, there was an article that came out in 2021, th- this year, and it says that there's almost 1.7 million podcasts and over 43 million episodes that are up right now. That that article is from Podcast Insights. I'll try and include these articles in the show notes below. Um, but but that number is huge. That if you do the math on that ratio, I did the math, and it comes out to like four point five episodes per podcast on average. And then like if you if you factor in the Joe Rogan experience, then you know that number probably goes down for everyone else and shoots way way up for him. Um, as far as episodes, I don't know what like how how many millions of downloads there have been in 2021 that that really wouldn't be a hard statistic to find I should have I should have done that before starting this I apologize but you look at that and it's very overwhelming and there's not really a subcategory for tabletop RPG gaming or D&D which that that needs to change there needs to be a subset category genre for that but when you take a look at the numbers, it is it's intimidating. That's that's the word I'll use. Uh, not all those podcasts, however, are getting all the traffic, and not all of those are going to be your competition. Uh, let let me let me explain. There's another no, there's another article by the CEO of Blueberry that came out in 2018. Now Blueberry is one of the media hosts. If you're using WordPress, I've heard that they are great, but otherwise, I like using Buzzsprout or Lipson. He says that he says that eighty percent of all podcasts, in his estimation, quote, were not publishing new episodes in the past three months, and close to seventy percent of those have been inactive for a year. So, so do the math on that. Let's say there's ten thousand RPG D and D podcasts out there. If that ratio was to go across the entire board, which I I would be willing to contend that it, it may that that 30 to 20% of those are actually active podcasts and the others just don't upload. That means that if there are 10,000 D&D podcasts, you're competing with only two to 3,000 of those. 
that really takes the edge off. At least it, it does for me, because at that point, I don't have to worry about 10,000 other shows. I only got to worry about two to 3,000. And 10,000 is an arbitrary number. I pulled that out of thin air. Please keep that in mind. I do not know, again, how many D&D podcasts there are out there. But I would contend that based off this article, you only have to worry about 20 to 30% of those as competition. So then it just comes down to standing out. If you do know what that number is, however, go ahead and again, hit me up on Instagram at businessrpg. Tell me how many D&D podcasts there are. That's a stat that me and several people really would like to know. So if you know it, I, I'm, I'm not joking. Pull out your phone, message me, and, and, and let me know and where that information comes from. But let's say that you bite the bullet, you are on a consistent schedule, and you are competing with those 20 to 30% other podcasts. What can you do to stand out in a crowd that might still feel um, crowded? What, what, what can you do in a market that feels like it still may be a crowded market? A lot of people say that to flourish in a market, you need to be one of two things. You either need to be first or you need to provide value that no one else is providing. I think I think that's how the saying goes. But being first is kind of past us um, as far as D&D podcasting. Um, Dungeons and Randomness, Critical Role. Um, oh, there, there's another one that I think was, was really big and they were big and first. But... The, the capacity to be first in the D&D field uh, as far as podcasting has passed us. But D&D is not the only RPG out there. And that, that's why I say D&D slash RPG podcasts. Because there's a whole world of systems out there that people are not making content on. That I think have really good followings. For example, shameless plug, Dreadful Tales podcast. Uh, my friend Casey is has put that one together, and it's still ongoing. It's it's great, but he focuses on telling horror stories, and he does so by jumping between campaigns using three different RPG systems. One he uses is GURPS, which is is pretty common. Then there's Monster of the Week. That one's a little less common. There are a couple other podcasts out there using it. Then there's one called Little Fears that he loves. We love. Um. It also doesn't have another podcast out there using it. And it, it was really great because he was in a Facebook group of people who enjoy using that system and who, who talk about using that system. And he plugged the show. And he just, if there's anyone with any interest, this is us using that system and how we run our game. And we had a spike in downloads. It was great. There are so many other RPGs out there. Um, that aren't really crowded yet. There's Call of Cthulhu, there's the Fate system, there's City of Mist, one of my personal favorites. There's Lord of the Rings, Star Wars has a couple. There's one that's based off the Fate system, and then there's one from like the 90s or, or 80s that I enjoy using. It's a D10 system. It's really, really fun, and I think it's just like a Wikipedia article at this time. The company went under, but all the content's still out there and available. Uh, but but the list just goes on. It it almost never ends. So if there's one that has a growing community behind it that's really, really into it and that you're really, really into and that you really are a part of that community, but no one else has made a podcast about it yet, congratulations. You are the first to that market. You have successfully been the first to that market. 
You need to capitalize on it. You need to jump in there. You need to make this podcast. There's no one else doing it, which means that you will have that staple of being the first to do it with that system. It also is a great way to get in touch with different people and to network, you know, but networking will be another episode when it comes to all this. That That's one. I can't wait to have some, some more guests to, to talk about networking with their uh, podcast or their RPG podcast. But if you want to just do a D&D podcast, then it helps to stand out. So that's going to be the other way you go about it. And that is easier said than done, I know. But these are some of the examples that I've seen other people uh, go about standing out or how they've gone about standing out. The first one is going to be Roll Fort Pod. Roll Fort Pod, I believe that's episode six of my show, if you'd like to go back and listen and hear about how they set up their show. But in a nutshell, they realized early on that keeping things fast-paced and requiring players to act instead of think, A, it made for much quicker content. B, it also was really, really fun. So j- just that's one of the things I really like about their show. There's never a lag in it. It just keeps going and going. And also, they put the pressure back on the DM because at the end of each episode, the players level up. So there is a finite amount of time that they have to complete the campaign. And they, they do a great job. So if you'd like to hear more about that, check them out or check out the episode, episode 6. And... Uh, they're they're also pretty easy to get a hold of if you have any questions for them. They're they're pretty great people. Uh, blank scenario that that's another one. Again, shameless plug. This is another one that I'm involved with. Our host Marie, she noticed that there wasn't very many podcasts out there about writing campaigns or one shots for D and D. The premise is that it is indeed possible to improv a one-shot in an hour or less whenever your DM calls in sick or you just have been lazy and haven't put the time into creating an episode. And she was right. It's It's been really fun fun to make, but also there I've been in the field for a while. There's, there's a lot of different people taking this approach when it comes to curating D&D content that's not campaign-based or that's not... Uh, actually playing a game per se, but making content for it. And it's it's starting to pick up. I've noticed more podcasters doing it. But at the time, I think we were... May, I don't know if we, we... We definitely weren't the first. But we were the first ones approaching it the way that we were. And it's it's been a lot of fun to make. Um, it, it's been growing. It actually became our flagship podcast. And it's it's one that... It, it it has it has a lot of value as well as entertainment value. So anyway, blank scenario. Another one is Nat One Presents. I plan to talk more about them and what they're doing um, later because they're a great example of how to get a show started. But I also wanted to give them a shout out here because of the idea behind their strategy of their content. They put out a lot of different show ideas. They, they they approach it from, oh, we're going to do a skit here, we're going to do an improv session here, we're going to do a uh, just kind of a deep dive into a concept here, and then they have their own miniature campaigns that they run that are hilarious. And they, they cut up, have a lot of fun, but when I had them on the show, Nate, they're both named Nate, but Nate said that one of their approaches was they were going to look and see what was received the best, and then they would pivot later and focus more on that that content. And if there was a show or a concept that just wasn't being received, that was their threshold for when to let that project go. 
So if you are struggling with how you're going to approach the market uniquely and do it your way, that is a really good strategy. And also it's a good way to kind of generate some micro data for your audience in a world where podcasting data uh, doesn't really exist, as I kind of lamented before. But those are those are just some thoughts. This is uh, kind of a summary of what I've seen, and I plan to bring more of this content forward. I plan to collaborate with more people on j- this building a podcast for D&D kind of niche. I know that's not the main focus of the show, but my goal is also to provide value for you guys. So the lessons I learn, I need to start showcasing those because there's a lot of conversations that happen behind the scenes that will never make the final cut of an episode. And if I can present those lessons to you where there's value, then I am fulfilled in what I'm trying to do. So that has been my episode or the first episode in this series. I plan to do more later And actually, uh, I think the next one is going to be more about setting up and what it takes to kind of put the materials together. It's not as hard as it may appear or sound. A lot of it just comes down to consistency. That's really what it comes down to. But I hope this has been beneficial to you. If you have any questions or more input and feel like I've done something wrong or left something out, message me at businessrpg on Instagram and let's keep the conversation going. I want your input. I want your insight in this niche. I'm not going to pretend that I have mastered it or that I know everything about it. I'm I I've said several times on the show I am the student. So I very much want to know what your thoughts are, what your input is. Teach me. Teach me. Educate me where I'm wrong. Um but guys, thank you so much for listening. The next episode will be out on Monday. Um, also I'm on medium now though. I'm going to be putting up some blog posts. So any content, especially on these Thursday episodes that are just me, any content that I put out on here will also make it onto the blog. So if you want to go over there, there's going to be stuff in the episode I touch that doesn't make the blog. There's going to be stuff in the blog that doesn't make the uh, post, uh, sorry, the episode. So go ahead and check me out on there. I am Sir Isaac on medium. I'm also on Instagram, and those are the main places I'm at right now. Also on any major podcasting platform. So be sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And until next time, guys, I hope that you have a good one.